Hi guys, and welcome back for another week of Legally Crimed. Yay, we made it to another one. <laughs> Through another week, woo! <laughs> yeah, we hope you guys are all doing okay with all the the unprecedented times. If I, if I hear this. <laughs> Literally every single email I get from the uni, these times are so unprecedented. <laughs> I can't even sleep them though because I am so guilty for doing the same. I'll be emailing someone and I'll be like, hope you're keeping well during these unprecedented times. <laughs> That's literally how I would start every single email like this, like back in March all the way till now. Hope you're well in these unprecedented times. <laughs> so um, anything exciting happened to you this week, Megan? So this week's been quite tame to be honest. It was but I've been getting into an absolute pit of researching Princess Diana. No, Megan, literally same. Oh my yeah. God. I've gotten so obsessed because I see all these, like, I don't know if it's because the crown has come out and because she's in this season, but like, I've seen all this stuff over TikTok about Diana and like all these kind of clips of her. And it's just everywhere. Like everyone seems to be talking about her and I've, I've become fully obsessed. Like I told you, I watched that documentary that Diana in her own words yeah, last uh-huh. night. Yeah, I saw that in your story. It's so sad. Oh my God. I was actually really upset when I was watching it. Have you seen it? I don't know if I've, is that the one where it ends and it basically ends on a funeral. Yeah. And yeah, no, I was almost crying at that. Like I was sitting at my dinner, and it was so so sad because it was the bit in the it's Harry and Will and they're like walking up, and oh. it's just like I totally believe that it was foul play. Like I'm so set on it. Listen, we're not trying to get ourselves um, assassinated. <laughs> Me taking back everything I just said. For legal Lizzie, reasons, this is a joke. But Lizzie, please don't come for me. I'm just saying I'm not fully swayed on the whole accident thing. It's, I just don't But anyway. So child, anyways. <laughs> I've just been obsessed with the crown this week, like unhealthily so. <laughs> unhealthily so what about you how's your week been i mean it's been a pretty boring week as well i feel like we started this whole like highlight of the week thing and every single week we're just like yeah this week's been so boring <laughs> just <lots laughs> so, things. sorry about that guys but i did get my advent calendar um so is that's that kind of what's keeping me going is that a wee dairy free number no, and it's a lint one. Oh, I thought you'd go dairy free, Miss Vegan. Oh. I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegan, right? But I try when I can to make these choices. Clearly, not, not. like you've just Megan. Bought a calendar. <laughs> you have literally made the conscious decision. Megan, you literally cannot talk. <laughs> Megan is obsessed. <laughs> Megan is obsessed with drinking oat milk, but like won't consume my whole block of cathedral cheese in a day. <laughs> you actually cannot talk. I'm sick of this slander. Like this actually brought up in conversation the other day because someone was like, Oh, why do you drink oat milks? And I was like, Well, I was like, I just love the animals. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the other person I was with was like, You actually need to shut up. Like I've seen you with the cheese. And I was like, No, I don't know who you're talking about. That wasn't me, that was Patricia. <laughs> like, you know, big uh, sacrifice this morning. I had a, I've moved on to the life of black coffee because I didn't have any oat milk in and I couldn't be asked to go buy any. Oh, so, wow. How was that? To be honest, I quite enjoy it. Do you know, I used to 
be a black coffee drinker well not not a drinker I used to drink it sometimes and it wasn't that bad it's just like I think something you get used to I think yeah I don't think it's I feel like it's one of the things you adapt to if you've worked in like an office because like you have to be the person that brings in the other milk so you just are a bit like oh it's fine like I'll just take a black tea I'll take a black coffee type thing yeah but I so that that's our starts to the week so after that big debate about Megan and her cheese consumption I actually do think my carbon footprint would be tiny apart from that. Just just from that cheese. That cheese <laughs> size, like a size three to a size seven. There's no <laughs> Okay, so as this week is approaching Black Friday, well, if I think this is out, it'll have been Black Friday. Like today, technically, is Thanksgiving, and then tomorrow will be Black Friday. Yeah, the day that we're recording this is actually Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to anyone that's American. Do you know, I actually mm. was looking at our anchor thing. You can see where people listen. Quite a few Americans, so hi, everyone. Hi, Americans. Not that we're stalking you or anything, but... Um... I know, that sounds so creepy, isn't it? I'm like, oh. <laughs> where are they all? <laughs> okay, back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> back in the room. This week's episode is focused on the untimely death of Jim Ty Demure, who was a Walmart employee in Valley Stream, USA. So we thought we'd just have a wee like thing about Black Friday here. Just kind of exp- I'm sure everyone knows what it is, but it's kind of just described as like the start of the Christmas shopping period. It's the day after I mean, Thanksgiving. Yeah, but like maybe the, the few Americans that do listen can help us understand the black friday culture in america than over here because i feel like over here i don't know what it's like in the states but here like all the black friday black friday and quotes sales like they start like some of them started like last week they're not yeah. just on i've seen loads so far like i wouldn't yeah. genuinely would not have known tomorrow is black friday if i hadn't known today was thanksgiving do you know what i mean yeah like over here it's become this thing where it's just like it's celebrated well, not celebrated but do you know what i mean it's like it happens over like a few weeks where they'll have like discounts but they're not even that good they're like 20 or 30 percent off like it's not anything crazy we so... do things as well i guess here though we do like boxing day which even yeah, the boxing that is aren't a big deal i don't well not i think they were when we were younger but not anymore i think they were a really big thing when we were younger and i think the next sale is always like really really famous that's the one i was just like my mom used to tell me about how hard and my auntie would literally queue up from like three in the morning to go to the my next mom used to Mum, I'm not trying to out you here because I know you listen, but um, she <laughs> You're would go at, like at me again. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Mum, I was at you last week as well. Um, but she used to go at like five in the morning. But yeah, and there would be people like queuing like from the early hours. I just don't get what's so nice that you, you have to get, especially like right after Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you know you're not just want to like chill in bed and like I'm a Boxing Day in my bed with a drink type person like I wouldn't yeah I would only really go out and boxing day if someone was having something if that makes sense like I would go out like to I was about to say clubbing I am not 30 but <laughs> I don't plan to spend my boxing day morning anywhere but in my bed I just I think as well as a previous retail worker I don't work in retail anymore but I did and it was not a fun time I didn't enjoy it um that was a movie honestly that period of your life oh. <laughs> But yeah, Black like not Black Friday, but well Black Friday, yeah. But um Boxing Day, like it just kind of ruined my Christmas day as well because it's like you know the Sunday night depression. It was like that on Christmas Day. Well, you would have to stop drinking dead early and stuff because you were literally in at six. Like you didn't really Yeah, have... there was yeah, I would have to get up at, like five in the morning on Boxing Day 
and go you know and it's just like for what like I just don't like what are you what do you need so bad it's just on I know um but yeah I think in the states it's like we I think I'm sure we've all seen those pictures of like this shops in America where this crowds are just like absolutely insane everyone's pushing over each other everyone's screaming trying to like get the big tv or whatever like it's it's always a tv see when it's depicted in like films and everything and tv always a television people are arguing over yeah there's like a television or some sort of like big gadget that people are like crying over and like it's just crazy have you seen that video i don't know if it was last year or it might have been from a few years ago but i saw it last year of this girl that worked in a victoria secret in um the states somewhere and there was so many people and you know like the pink section like the vs pink yeah uh, um there there had been people just like grabbing stuff off of this big table and she had essentially been like forced onto the table because there were so many people and she had to like she was like on the table standing on the table like screaming at everyone and she was like it's not that serious it's not that serious (laughs) like the break out she was really quite scared because i think everyone was literally just like jumping over each other trying to get these hoodies or whatever that was on this table and it just looked insane and this was at like midnight or something because they open literally at midnight right after thanksgiving is it not yeah it's literally straight on like from all your like story we're about to talk about it was five in the morning they opened here yeah i know so, it's just a bit like oh so americans please educate us on what on earth is going on in your black friday sales I just don't, like, my depiction of Black Friday sale genuinely is from the film Jingle Bells. And I don't yeah. think Black Friday, but when they're arguing over the toy, that's what I imagine every American Black Friday to be like. <laughs> All the Karens, it's like Karen prime time. <laughs> no, stop, please. That actually makes me shake a wee bit. <laughs> Jim Ty Demure, known to his friends as Jimbo, was described as an easygoing, helpful man who loved poetry, films, Japanese anime, and discussing politics. He had plans of becoming a teacher, but he had picked up a stockroom job at Walmart to pay his bills after losing his previous job. So on Black Friday 2008, Jim Tai was working his shift at Walmart, where at 5am a crowd of over 2,000 shoppers entered the store at the Green Acres Mall. Shockingly, he had been asked duties a 270 pound six foot five inch stature to stand at the front of the store like in front of the barriers by his manager uh, head on to the customers essentially as a human barricade fellow employees had also been asked to do this especially those deemed and i say this in quotations this is not something we would say bigger staffers three hours before the store opened the and i'm going to butcher this sorry americans NASA, uh, I think it's Nassau. Nassau. Nassau County Police, once again, sorry, Americans, were called to sort the crowd as they'd already broken the safety barriers. However, which I think is so ironic, the police officers spent little time doing this, stating it wasn't within their job description. I know that people used to say this, you know, it's like a bit of a joke, like that ain't in my job description, but like, I'm sure both of us have been asked to do things that aren't technically in our job description. Like, who actually has the balls to say that? Like, that's actually not my job description. Especially as a police officer, like, you're uh-huh. meant to protect people. I used like, to always make the joke, like, minimum wage, minimum effort. And my boss was like, that's not funny. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
Demur and his colleagues were instructed to stand by the door, even though this was 100% outside of their $8 an hour job description. At 5am, the stampede of customers came through the door. The crowd was so intense that they shattered the store's sliding glass double doors, proceeding to knock Jim Tai over and continuously trampling over him. After struggling under the stampede of shoppers, Demur was taken to Franklin Hospital and pronounced dead at 6.03am. The autopsy results revealed that his cause of death was asphyxiation due to the pressure on his chest from shoppers stepping upon him. That's just horrendous. Like, how desperate are you for some sort of deal on like a TV or whatever? Because I feel like, are they not even realizing what they're doing? That they're, would you not know if you're stamping over someone? Exactly. Like, for that, what, that new fancy computer you want, it's willing to stampede over someone. I think it just shows as well, like, how people get so wrapped up in Black Friday. Like, like I was just saying, if you, Maybe they didn't even realise because they were so like focused and obsessed with getting into the shop and getting whatever it was they were after, like that they didn't even realise what they were doing. Like, you know, they just got so caught up in everything. Like, I just think that shows like, how horrendous this whole thing is. You were that obsessed with getting some money off and you tell you that you didn't even realise that you were literally killing someone. Uh-huh. Like one of the other shoppers, I literally, I remember the quote from another reading through the research was not sorry a shopper an employee was like and the deals weren't even that good like which sounds so callous but it's just that point of being like people are willing to do this like literally for what yeah like a wee bit of money off four other shoppers were also injured during the stampede one of them being a woman who was eight months pregnant who attested that jim tai had actually tried to help her during the chaos if you're eight months pregnant and going to a massive black friday like I don't even I mean part of me wants to be like good on you but like is it really that de- that desperate of a situation if you're eight months pregnant that's exactly what I thing? thought when I read this I was like you would get you would literally have got to the barriers I've seen how horrific it was like how busy I'd have just turned right back around no I know exactly it's not as if they were just like all of a sudden it went from zero to a hundred like you know the police had already been called because there were so many people and they had like broken all the barriers and that already before it even opened so like you completely know what you're about to get yourself into like does that does it really not put you off at any point i get stressed shopping on a normal day i mean just as me never mind being eight months pregnant on black friday oh my god i know like even when i go to asda and there's like all these people with trolleys and prams and i'm just trying just trying to find like the hummus and (laughs) just want milk milk (laughs) it's so stressful there's nothing that stresses me out more when it's a double buggy and like I totally respect oh. it because it's it's easier to carry it about like I get <laughs> but see when you're going down like a tiny wee like alley or like a what is it an aisle and it's a double buggy <laughs> the whole thing blocked off like oh no and it's like you facing the children and like you're carrying like <laughs> you've not took a basket and that's stressed you out more and you're now carrying all these things in your arms I know I don't know what it is about me but I literally never take a basket <laughs> like I'm, I'm determined that I'm just gonna be able to carry all this stuff and every and I'm single time away. you regret it exactly <laughs> I never learn but every time I've got stuff like flying out of my hands because I think I'm able to carry like 12 different things at once okay Jim lad pop off <laughs> me bands and everything like on, on my biceps like. <laughs> Biceps, I thought it was such a funny word. Oh. 
Okay, so back, back to the series stuff, guys. Walmart's response was to be, as we expected, distant. I didn't expect anything less from them, but when other Walmart employees were interviewed the Saturday after, so like the, the following day, they said that they'd already been told by their managers not to speak to reporters or give any names. They just expressed their shock at what had happened and uneasy feelings about the lack of security, especially as there'd been an increase in shoppers at Black Friday that year. On the Friday morning when the store was closed for a few hours after Mr Dimmer's death, dozens of workers gathered near the front to pray, and this was led by a woman who was a greeter at the store, which I think is like our version of a host. Is that like when you just go in and what do they say hi or something yeah you know how there's like especially now with like covid there's always someone standing at the door yeah i think that's like america's version but they must just have that all the time yeah because i mean i think in, yeah in like restaurants like more the fancy shops like you know in like um in town in glasgow and there's like the argyle arcade and there's that guy that stands outside in the big top <gasps> oh my god yeah there's two of them aha uh-huh. uh-huh, and they stand out it's like if any of you guys don't know there's this bit in the city center of glasgow that sells like is it not like all really fin- expensive um diamond shops and jewelry it's like and stuff? yeah it's like places where you would go to like buy like a w- engagement rings and stuff yeah it's like really quite classy place you know not that classy. i've ever been in there <laughs> and there's always someone that stands outside like at the entrance wearing like a full-on top hat like you know those um coats that have like the tails at the back and stuff like in the um just like a really really fancy girl very great stands- gatsby yeah, and he just like stands at the door, like saying hi to people that walk through. That's it. That's it, really. That's what I presume a greeter is. But I hope everyone liked that explanation we just gave for that. I know. I mean, I don't, we don't really have them, and like we have them now. Well, right now because of COVID and stuff, we have someone at the like front of the supermarkets to tell people like to go in and that or to wait. But like normally, we wouldn't have someone at the supermarket or a, you know like a Walmart equivalent just been like hello. Yeah, that's quite fancy. Very fancy at Walmart. Wouldn't even get. Would you get that in Waitrose? I don't even think that a Waitrose would pull out the stops for that. I'm not a Tory Seven shop there, but <laughs> <laughs> I keep sorry. Another sidetrack. See, because of the Crown, I keep seeing that tweet. It's like me twelve seconds after telling my friends that I'm watching the Crown, and it's Alfie Days being like, "I am not a Tory. I don't even know what a Tory is." <laughs> Sadly, this is not the only case of a Black Friday tragedy. On the same Black Friday as Demure's life was stolen away from him, two women get into a fight at a Toys R Us, which was 220 miles away from Los Angeles. And the men who'd reportedly accompanied them engaged in, and I couldn't believe this and I read it right, a shootout. A shootout at Toys R Us. Like, this is very Hamilton. Oh my God, yes. Like, I literally, I had to reread the sentence a good three times because I was like, there's not been a shootout at Toys R Us, has there? Like, I'm, I'm genuinely not, like, trying to take the piss out of this situation. I just was shocked. So Alejandro Moreno, who is 39, and Juan Meza, who is 28, lost their lives due to the altercation. But thankfully, no one else in the store was hurt as a result of the shooting. And the Black Friday deaths, I can't actually believe I'm saying this, totaled three by the end of that year. I I think that is absolutely mental. That it's they're treating it as if it's a pure riot, but they've actually had to calculate deaths. There is actually a website that is like a total, like a tally of how many people have died, like on Black Friday, or like <gasps> you're joking. No, it's like an actual thing. There's like it's it's called like the Black Friday Death Count or something. 
and it's just this website that every Friday, like every year, it'll say how many people have died because of Black Friday. That gives like me why that. does why do we need that? Like why does that have to be a thing? Do you not think that's also the thing that like could kind of tell that maybe we should stop doing Black Friday when we do that? I know. I mean, if we have to have a website that is the tally of how many people are dying, is that not like sending you some signals that maybe maybe this shouldn't be a thing? <laughs> like maybe we should tone it down a bit, do something different. Take it down a wee notch. It's just just a tad. Similar to Demur, Walter Vance, who is sixty-one attended a Black Friday sale at Target in West Virginia and was trampled at around midnight. After he collapsed inside the store, shoppers uncaringly walked all over him. Witnesses said that Vans was neglected as shoppers stormed into the store, stomping all over him. It wasn't until an emergency room nurse noticed Vans on the floor that he was given medical attention. The nurse was helped by an off-duty paramedic until an ambulance was able to arrive on the scene. So this is just, this is people like, I mean, this guy was probably just lucky that these people were there to help him, you know? No, I know, because it could have been a very similar situation to Jim Tai where people weren't, no one helped him. He was just left. Yeah, and they just kept on going to get their crazy deals. Like, oh, it's just, it's just really upsetting. I think that people are so like materialistic and focused on doing their shopping that they wouldn't even notice and they wouldn't even think to stop to help someone like that you know no I think it just shows you how the grips are like capitalism how people are so I think taken in by having stuff and being materialistic and everyone does like it's not just like a dig at certain people everyone's like that but there's got to come a point where you draw a line yeah I mean I think Black Friday is a difficult one because I feel like you do just get sucked into it. I mean, you feel like you have to buy something on Black Friday because because it's Black Friday, like, and because there's all the deals and stuff. You don't actually like need any of it. You're just like, well, I have to because it's Black Friday. You know, it's just because of everything that's going on. Have you heard that like sound on TikTok? That's like, um, ah, it was capitalism. <laughs> I've been thinking about that the full time we've been talking about this. <laughs> it was capitalism. But there you go. There's that's capitalism for you, baby. <laughs> Vance's co-worker, Sue Compton, told local news, where is the good Samaritan side of people? How could you not notice someone was in trouble? I just don't understand if people didn't help what their reason was other than greed because of a sale. I mean, that's basically what we were just saying, like, how how can people be so caught up in a sale to not even notice that someone, they're literally stamping all over someone? I like, just don't, it's, I do understand, like, mob mentality, that can happen, but I think it's it's something so trivial as a sale. You're like, how could it go this far? Yeah, I mean, this isn't like you know a riot, like an actual riot or some sort of pre- like demonstration. This is a, like a supermarket. Like, how how does it get to that stage? You know, where you're not, where you're so oblivious to everything else that's going on, and how it's does like- it become so deadly? Like, just for you know a, a sale or for christmas presents see i don't know if it is just because it's like a different uh setup over here but i couldn't imagine this like in the local sainsbury's the local little yeah because i feel like over here i mean i don't know how how they even would deal with those numbers of people because over here even if there is sales on like what we were saying like at the next sale that's like a if you don't know that's like a women's wear well just like a shop that sells clothes and stuff isn't it they do like menswear and 
home yeah, stuff like, as well. They sell like loads of home stuff, and like to be fair, I think the next sale was one of the ones where you were genuinely getting so much money off. So that's why it was like such a big deal. Yeah, the next one was like you were guaranteed to get like a lot of money off. So I think a lot of people that that was a really really popular one. It's a really really famous one. But even then, like there's not these like huge crowds of people. Maybe it's just because we're like. I remember anytime I've gone past an ex on Boxing Day, there's like a good queue of people, but they're all stood in like an orderly fashion. Yeah. Like there's no stampede. There's no people elbowing each other to get in. Like everyone files in, even though they're like rushing to get into the sale. Like people aren't climbing over each other just to get through the doors. So I don't even know if, even if there was the same number of people, if it's like a cultural thing over here that we wouldn't even end up like that anyway if that makes any sense like I just yeah like that's why I just can't imagine it even happening over here and I'm not saying that you know it could never happen here but I just don't I can't really picture it because of how different Black Friday is over here anyway same even when I compare it to the Boxing Day sales all just does feel very different but I don't know if that's because we just don't have such an emphasis on it whereas Black Friday like seems to be like you see it in all the films and everything that seems to be a massive thing in America yeah I mean it is becoming a thing like a more of a thing over here and I think still it's relatively recent that it's even come over here at all um so maybe it will still get worse but like we were saying at the start though it's it's still not this like huge emphasis on the one day like things are spread out all kind of all throughout November really now for Black Friday and like early Christmas deals and that so there's not this whole rush on this this one day that you or I think over a selection of a few days like over that weekend to get stuff like so I still don't see it's still not the same as it as American even if it was to get any more popular over here I still don't think it would be the, on the kind of same level because because it's so spread out and because people like people do a lot of online shopping here as well so I feel like it's still not got that same like if you can do it online why wouldn't you do you know what I mean I wonder if that is a symptom of the things that have happened in America like corporations and that have looked at it over here not that I'm saying our corporations are any better because they're just as bad but they've kind of looked at it and been like okay let's find a way to structure it better yeah to stop like stuff like this from happening okay so on to the legal stuff corporations as we've discussed are notorious for dodging liability for their employees and Walmart in this situation was no different after Demur's death Walmart released a statement uh, stating we expected a large crowd this morning and added additional internal security, additional third party security, additional store associates and worked closely with the county police. We also erected barriers despite all our, our as we say prosecutions, sorry I wish, <laughs> despite all our precautions this unfortunate event occurred, which all that was a wee bit of a lie because the internal security literally was dimmer. Yeah, what is this internal security when they're literally just telling their staff to be a human shield and be a barricade? Like, sorry, but that's not that's not additional internal security. That's using the people that you already have to do something that isn't really physically possible to stop people from getting in. Like, reevaluate, please. I know. Please check yourself. <laughs> However, David Tavar, a company spokesman, declined to say how many extra officers had been added on Friday. He justified it by saying that each store had made their own security arrangements. Sounds it's a bit just of a them trying to like, yeah, they're just trying to get out of it. Like every store is different. Like we're, you know, not saying how many extra offers and stuff. It's just like them trying to get out of it and being so vague. But I just think like they should have known. Like 
that that I mean, I'm not saying they should have managed that. I mean, they did say that they had they didn't expect it to be that many people, but like, wouldn't you rather like say I'm sorry? Yeah, and this is like the money. The, exactly, this is the day or probably the busiest day of the year in the states. I mean, because yeah, I don't know what other shopping places are like, but I feel like Black Friday is probably going to be your busiest day. Like, wouldn't you rather have extra people than be like really short staffed? That it, causes such a safety hazard and I'm not saying they should have foreseen that someone could have lost their lives because I don't think anyone really could preempt that from happening but still like you can still put two and, t- two and two together and think right this is probably going to be really dangerous we need to get a lot of people do you know what I mean like I just don't see how you can just be like oh we'll just get some of our employees that are big and tall or whatever to stand outside and stop people from getting in like when there's literally thousands of people do you really think that that's going to be of any significance i still cannot go over the fact they called them bigger staffers i know what kind of a term is that well i, I, I just can't even cope with it like i, I do know loads of workplaces that do stuff like that like they'll send like the uh, bigger staffers if you want to call them that to do like, the more hefty jobs and it's just pure taking advantage of someone yeah i mean there's uh, yeah if someone's like strong and you need someone to you know, lift a big box up the stairs. Like, I'm not, that's fine. Like, yeah, we're that's talking about <laughs> Some of that's okay. But when you're literally telling someone to stop with their own body, angry Karen shoppers from coming into your store at fucking five in the morning, like, do you really think that that is going, that's a good idea? Like, let's look at this logically here. Yeah, we're talking about not asking to take, like, the milk from the fridge and back. We're talking about <laughs> asking to be the human barricade. I know. The Nassau County Police representative said at the time that they did not know if any of the shoppers could actually face criminal charges just because of how many there was. And the county district attorney pursued a charge against Walmart for reckless endangerment. This has given me a lot of throwbacks to first year. With the There's so many like things in this case that we'll go on to talk about that just throws me right back into my first year of law school and just... Oh. Uh, it's not it's not really the happy memories i'm afraid but i remember having to write like so many notes on reckless endangerment because there's so many aspects to it and they be flashcards that's what i'm getting thrown back to oh my god mind me and you with those flashcards me and megan like we were known for the little <laughs> flashcards weren't we we actually we would, have them so much we would we would actually buy the same ones from amazon um not that Five we support pounds. jeff not to praise jeff okay we're still anti-Jeff, but anyway, um, yeah, we would buy like, the same ones and we would just like swap each other's flashcards and stuff. Oh, those were the days. I know. I haven't really used them because um, last year our exams were online, so there was, my flashcards were a bit redundant, fortunately. I don't mind just sat at the edge of my desk and I actually felt quite sad about it because I was so used to being in the library and us two pure greeting. Showing it's such an iconic... It's such an iconic part of the the law degree that we, me and Megan, go through. <laughs> Maybe they'll get used to them one day. Oh, they'll just be sitting in the window until then. Just... <laughs> it's like me and my <laughs> me and my <laughs> corporate grad job. Like, let me just write my little flashcards. You sit in the big and... board of directors, whips out the pink. No, sorry, the luminous pink bright flashcards. <laughs> so well, you have to <laughs> Here are the minutes from the last meeting. Everyone else has got their Microsoft Teams up. 
me with my fluorescent flashcards and pens. Hey guys. Oh, oh god. Okay. Back back in the room again. I can't. <laughs> so, the county of district attorney pursued a charge against Walmart for reckless endangerment, which the corporation avoided by then offering a two million. Two million dollars. There's me getting confused by different signs again. Settlement. We get confused because the um the the dollars is on like it's before the number. And it's just I saw a TikTok about this and it really just brought a lot of anger out in me because why is it before two? Like you have to read the two million and then you have to go back to the dollar. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going off on a tangent. It's just it's, it doesn't make sense. Okay, I do agree. It's one of the one of the unwritten things it just doesn't make a lot of sense but we move one of the things that i would change if i was um prime minister <laughs> oh that's good to know johanna that's in your manifesto <laughs> independent candidate will change the units to go at the end of the number <laughs> so out if this two million settlement only four hundred thousand went to Jim Ty's family and those injured in the stampede, which is obviously such a small amount in comparison to the two million that Walmart uh, put out. And also, like every time I hear these kind of numbers, like it's actually really not that common for the families or for the victims to even get that money. Like it can take years and years and years for them to even see any of the money. And a lot of times, it's not even the full amount. They get like some of it. And then they don't even really get the rest of do you know what i mean like it's always this like it's not as if that day of the court that the judge decides that that then the money's handed over like it can actually take a really really long time and it just makes me like proper question all of this stuff like even that isn't even that much money you know for someone literally working a minimum wage job loses his life there and then it doesn't even they're not even getting four hundred thousand dollars because that's getting split with the other those like that were injured in the stampede as well and then when are they even going to see that money like it just makes me very it's just a very a question a lot of it yeah i don't i think as well it's like obviously people should be paid for compensation for things that happen because the whole reason he had this job was because he had to pay bills because he'd lost his previous job but it's just kind of putting a price on people's life it's been like oh sorry this happened here you go Here's yeah it's like a bit of money yeah just try and like shush it down with just like waving some money about it and be like yeah we'll just make it go away we'll just pay this money and that's, I think, what a lot of corporations will do. They're just trying to pay their way out of anything, which is just, like, take, you know, just take responsibility. Like, it's it's just quite upsetting. Yeah, like, like what you say, to put a price on someone's death. But then it's so difficult because it's, like, if you were to say, like, oh, well, the, it's priceless, so then what, are you just going to give no money, you know? And then there's no compensation. The family have nothing. Exactly. Honestly. Like, it's, there has to be some sort of line. It's capitalism. <laughs> Capitalism is a bitch. <laughs> there is corporate liability for homicide in the UK. So this is where a company can be held liable for the death of an individual. And this can be highlighted in the case of Transco against Her Majesty's Advocate. So this is where a gas company had been charged um, with breaking health and safety regulations at work. There had been a huge explosion in... Um, on this in this like house that they had been working on which destroyed the whole house and four of its occupants lost their lives so liability can only be established if the individual or the group that were making the kind of decisions that led to an event like that um 
where the quote where they had quote the directing mind and will of the company so basically the person that's made these decisions has to have like significant control over the company for there to be any sort of responsibility placed on them hope that kind of makes sense still doesn't make sense to me four years into a law degree but here we are i know well done guys if you do understand (laughs) so after this um transco case the uk government passed the corporate manslaughter and corporate homicide act of 2007 so this allows for a corporation to be found guilty of corporate homicide if the way in which its activities are managed or organized causes a person's person's death and this amounts to a gross breach of a relevant duty of care owed by the organization to the deceased and the way in which its activities are managed or organized by its senior management is a significant element in this so this is basically just what we said and just what i just said like a minute ago um so the person that's involved the manager or whatever has to have that kind of duty of care they have to owe a duty of care to an employee and they have to have like sufficient control over the corporation and it's like day-to-day workings for there to be any sort of liability but in this case with Jim Ty's death it's a little bit more complicated because obviously it's not really the company like it was more the the people and the shoppers because they were the ones that trampled him and that's what killed him so it is a little bit more complicated because I also think you could argue though that the company themselves they're not completely innocent because they didn't have the correct safety measures in place they didn't have the barriers and they didn't you know they were using their own employees to stop people so you can say that the you could maybe make the argument that the shoppers wouldn't have trampled over them if over gym tie if walmart had had those security measures in place as well so i don't it's, it's a difficult one to find who's even responsible because obviously there's so there's like two thousand people how do you find who were the actual ones that were stamping over his body but then there's also walmart's kind of involvement in it as well so employers can be responsible for the actions of customers when previous negligence present or as a danger known. So like in the UK, that's kind of it's described as a duty of care. And some people might have heard of the Donahue against Stevenson case. It's really famous, it's a wee statue in Paisley of it. And it's to do with it's like the why this is literally first year law and I'm having a bit of a, a mind fart there. <laughs> It's the snail in the bottle. It was a wee old woman was drinking the bottle, found a snail, and it was the first ever case of being able to sue a company for not producing something correctly. It then went on to duty of cares now and everything. It's in your shops, it's in your workplace. You'll probably find in most of the contracts you've signed for work, there'll be some sort of duty of care article within it. So there is a possibility, where there is a possibility that customers could harm employees or other customers, the employer may then hold liability when injury to the property or employees or customers occurs. Many companies will actually implement safety measures to protect everyone from these circumstances. And I feel like the now probably the most obvious example is, I notice it a lot and it's in my work as well, there's loads of signs being like, don't abuse staff. Because obviously people are so up in arms now and everyone's a wee bit twitchy just because of the whole situation. There's constantly like, like I have the right, not that I ever would because I don't have the brass neck, 
but I have like the right and work to say to someone I'm not going to serve you if they speak to me badly. I know, but like I, this is not to comfort any like anyone that works in retail or any managers in retail, but like the amount of times that like I feel like there's been so many times in my old retail job that I could have said to someone, I'm not serving you the way that you're speaking to me, but my manager would have just told me to get on with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, you're right in that, like, there are all these signs that, like, you know, we can refuse service or you can't be rude or blah, 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 but no one actually, like, you know, takes notice of them or they don't actually do that much difference. So it's a bit depressing, but, um, yeah. I know there's this whole, like, theoretical and then practical of what happens. Like, you're always taught in your training, like, you don't need to put up with this. Don't listen to anyone. Like, do you know what I mean? That way... But, yeah they always say to you in your training like you know you don't get paid enough to deal with that shit or whatever get a manager and then <laughs> and then when I would try to get a manager they'd just be like deal with it yourself <laughs> be like I'm busy sorry I actually can't come to the floor and you're like ah no bother <laughs> I know so yeah but if the employer is negligent in keeping the business protected or knows of a danger and does nothing to stop it so it's that whole reasonability thing we're on the duty of care like was it a reasonable fit like a reasonable thing that would have happened so and one of the main arguments that walmart made about gym tie was that it was just unforeseeable they never pictured this happening which i don't agree with but that was the argument they'd made that they did complete their duty of care yeah i mean i think it's difficult because i don't think anyone would really foresee that he would have lost his life or that something so tragic could happen like you know when i was walking into my retail job on friday like on a black friday i wouldn't have thought oh, someone could die trying to get into the store. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's, that it's completely like, they would, they should have seen it coming, but I think they should have put two and two together and realised this is a really dangerous situation. We do not have enough staff. We don't have the security measures. Like, we, they should have known that it was obviously going to be really busy. And I'm not saying they should have known exactly how many people were going to be there, but, you know, and I would imagine these things get busier and busier every year, you know, um, as it generates more hype especially with like social media and stuff you're generating all that kind of hype around the deals and stuff so I feel like they really should have had some sort of inkling that yeah this is going to be really really intense really busy we're going to need to have enough people to deal with this especially Walmart is kind of known for they're like crazy not crazy customers but they're kind of known are they known for like mad stuff happening at Walmart and like loads of crimes happening at Walmart so I feel like they have this they should have expected right we're going to need to have quite a lot of stuff in place to make sure that this is all safe so just by saying well it wasn't really all that reasonably foreseeable well they're kind of right in a sense but also they still didn't do enough to fulfill that duty of care that they owed him in the first place yeah like not being funny walmart know they're wild like there is no ifs and buts about it they know that there's a high crime rate within their stores and I just think that on Black Friday, like, it's, it's the way, like, for instance, like, is it not the weekend of the 15th for the December in the UK is at the biggest time for restaurants? So you always put on extra staff. It's just, like, marking your staff properly. Yeah, and it's just common sense. Like, yeah, there is times over here that they know that it's going to be, like, really, really busy and it's going to be really, really intense. So, I mean, they, they say that they still put on these extra people, but we don't actually know if what these extra measures were because they never really came out and said what these extra how many extra extra quotes staff they had or these extra additional security measures so we don't even know what they are claiming that that is it could be literally like they say that they're extra internal security when it was or extra 
safety barriers when that was literally already an employee that they had. So we don't even know what they're passing off as additional security. Pure, very sketchy, but whatever. I think it's very sketch from Walmart. So employer liability for customers can be divided into two categories, harassment and discrimination or ignorance of the employer. So harassment and discrimination could be something like a customer repeatedly coming in and being difficult and abusive towards staff. But the federal courts in America have issued that the employer cannot dodge liability for discrimination and harassment through ignorance. So if the employer is aware or knows that this like Karen is repeatedly coming in and harassing staff, um, the the affected employee can still have a valid claim against the company. But the case that we're talking about today doesn't really fall into harassment obviously because it's kind of a one-off thing like it just happened um you know the, it wasn't like these customers repeatedly coming in and harassing Jim Tai um but it could meet the criteria for the ignorance of the employer because you know they should have known that there was a significant risk to the health and safety of his employees so he should have put some things some things in place to make sure that this didn't happen but the difficulty is with proof in these cases because how can we really pinpoint one person responsible? There was hundreds or thousands of people there. Um, you know, how do you how do you, can you see which one is or who, which few are responsible? And then how do you even get any evidence of that, that they were in fact the ones that trampled over his chest? You know, it's it just grows so many arms and legs, and just the availability of proof and evidence is just so non-existent that it's really difficult to get any sort of resolution in a case like this I feel like that's the really sad thing about this case was that the settlement kind of was all they came to there was no real conclusion I don't think the family were really given much justice corporation wasn't really held liable it just was kind of one of the ones that didn't really come to a complete close yeah there's not really a, a huge you know feeling of justice in a case like this because yeah, they just got some money. But then how is that even a guarantee that this isn't going to happen again? They just paid the money to make the thing go away. You know, it's not... As per usual with corporations, it's always just like, oh, that was just a wee blip that will go under the carpet. Yeah, write the check, bish, bash, bosh, out here. Like, it's just, yeah, it definitely just feels like it was just such... It's such a horrific thing to have happened and then to come to such a kind of blunt end... It just feels like there wasn't really any justice done at all. However, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration did follow suit after the Nassau County DA and filed a health and safety charge against Walmart. But, uh, this is absolutely shocking, but instead of accepting their blatant neglect, the corporation spent over $1 million fighting the charge between 2009 to 2015 until they eventually finally agreed to pay the fine. The original fine had literally been $7,000, which is a tiny price to pay for what happened. And especially Walmart, who's like a massive corporation. They've got billions. That's nothing to them. They actually tried to spend $1 million actually just disputing it. They didn't believe they'd done anything wrong. And their reason was, which is very, I think, like one of the kind of legal cop-out ways, 
they'd said that the citation was unfair because safeguarding staffers from crowds wasn't a federal standard when the incident occurred. So it's not like, oh, we think this is unfair because we did put the safety measures in, that we do care about our staff. It was at the time you actually never told us that we need to take steps to protect our staff. Yeah, I mean, it's just them completely not taking responsibility at all. I'm not being funny, but you shouldn't have to be told, hey, your staff like shouldn't really die on shift like hey see that staff like, you're paying like crappy minimum wage they shouldn't like die they they should be used a <laughs> human barricade like you you can't just pass like responsibility off just because there wasn't some it wasn't written down somewhere that you know you're supposed to actually protect your employees like i'm sorry take responsibility like this is someone's life like, I feel like it's just downplayed so much because they're this massive corporation and they're just trying to make it go away with money. Someone died. Like, someone, they're, his family don't have him anymore and they're just trying to be like, oh, well, it wasn't in the uh, official standards. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're not responsible. Pure sorry, it wasn't in the health and safety guide at the time. So it's actually nothing to do with ours. Are bad. I know. And it's just like you said, like, they've got the money. Like, you can, like, to them, that's the amount of money that they're bringing in that's pocket change like just put your big pa- big boy pants on and just take responsibility oh do you know the thing i always think about things like this as well is that like see how obviously it was the managers of the store that told them to be like yeah. the barricade it was like horrific i don't get why they care so like, not an ass to be right like the big see like Jeff bezos and all that they do not care about you they in a second would get rid of your job and fire you so like no, why, actually, why do you actually are so extra about things? I always think this all the time. I'm like, obviously it's good to put a good effort into your job and like care about what you do. But at the end of the day, these corporations literally could not care less about you. You are a number in their system. And if they need to make more profits, they'll take that number out of the system. Exactly. It's just like, you know, <laughs> this is no hate to anyone, but you know, there's people in work that would be like, oh, I'm only going to take like seven minutes of my oh, one hour don't. break literally don't uh that angers me like, so much hen this company literally would not care if you died right now like <laughs> it's not that deep take it or like it's they don't care like what you said that you are a number like yeah those, those people make me laugh um but like you said it's good to like put effort into your job and to care about it but it shouldn't have to cost you your life and like as you say why are they like why why does it have to take you know an actual human being to go out why are they sending someone out to stop these people from coming in like how is a sale surely when they did that they know that that's putting that man in danger how is getting enough customers through the door more important exactly but the fact as well they made a lower paid staff member do it not them of course like they couldn't be bothered but they made someone else who was actually on eight dollars an hour and like as we were saying like everyone that described him said he had like such a lovely kind nature it was quite apparent he would say yes he wouldn't turn around and be like no i'm not doing that yeah it's just like taking advantage because yes because he's such a nice guy and they probably knew that he would have just done it and because this was a seasonal job for him like he he took it because he just really needed the money so you know like i remember when i was a seasonal like you would just do anything that anyone told you because you're not like you're you're not like officially there. You 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 know you're just trying to you're trying to help as much in the way that you can. So if they ask you to do something, you're going to do it. And also, he's this really tall guy, like six foot five. That's massive. You know they're they're going to take advantage of that and that they think he can they think he can block out like two thousand people. Okay, but like 
absolutely no bother from Walmart. Like I know. So if this isn't another reason to avoid the unnecessary consumption that Black Friday automatically um, entails, then I don't know what else is. Um, please be smart about Black Friday. I know that it gets like so much hype and like you feel like you have to get in on the sales, you have to buy something because they're all reduced and, you know, for the sake of it. But yeah, this is some of the real damage that can happen on Black Friday. I mean, this is just one case and we have mentioned a few of the others, some of the other things that have happened on Black Friday. And I'm sure we've all seen the pictures, you know, from what's going on, especially over in the States of how intense it can be and how dangerous it can be. So yeah, if you have the um, ability to avoid it, I would. I mean, I know some of us are probably in lockdown. We're still in lockdown, aren't we, Megan? Yeah, we're still tier four. We're not going anywhere. I don't think the lockdown in England is lifted yet either, so it's a Black Friday at home for us. And obviously, like as we said earlier, we totally understand that as a it's a position of privilege to be able to shop sometimes independently because it is more expensive. But yeah. just like even not to put yourself at risk having to go out to Black Friday sales, you can do it online. There is also loads of like we kind of businesses that are doing things for a bit cheaper than now because of lockdown they've got more time so yeah yeah, if you can avoid the world of jeff's and and elon musk's please do because they're just (laughs) they just really don't care about you they don't i said like michael jackson i'm like they don't care about us they don't care about us um but yeah if you can we'd highly recommend you guys shop like some small businesses this christmas i definitely am trying to do that more this year especially after the year that everyone's had it's just been really really difficult and I think it's more important than ever to support these smaller businesses so if you can please do if you know any small businesses or if you own a business yourself let us know put it in the Facebook group you know tweet us Instagram us all that stuff so we can shop from you <laughs> yeah and if people would like it we can put up like a wee thing on the Instagram page like of different wee small businesses based in kind of it doesn't even need to just be where we stay like it can be across kind of Scotland, England, if we find any, if that would be helpful to anyone, instead of having to plough more into Amazon and places like that. Yeah, into capitalism. Capitalism's a bitch. So guys, that's it for another week. We really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to let us know on the Facebook group, tweet at us, Instagram us, whatever else. I feel like I say that every single time, all the socials, whatever... I don't even know them, but anyway, <laughs> I need to brush up on my socials. Um, also, of course, you must leave us a review. On, well, not you must. Please. Oh my God, you must. You must. <laughs> if you guys are feeling generous, then... Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it does, that's on my Christmas wish list. Reviews. See, really don't even need to buy Joe a present. I'll just make an anonymous. Uh... Exactly. Just make a wee donation to... Legally claimed Apple Podcasts reviews. Talk with you, okay, no. <laughs> but um, it really does help us so much when you guys leave us reviews. It helps the podcast get out to more people, and it just helps us know that um, you actually like what we're doing because yeah. we kind of have no idea what we're doing. So um, we some... are really, we're just winging it, but all the best things all of that. So any guidance would be appreciated. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys are all doing okay. We hope you stay safe and well in these unprecedented times. Oh, I think I just was sucking my mouth. 
<laughs> I had to throw that another one in just for good measure. Um, but make sure to follow us on all the socials, uh, the Facebook group and Instagram and Twitter. They're all linked in the bio or the bio. Oh my God, I say that so oh. much on Instagram. Joanna Fit, pack it up. Wrong That's platform, babes. <laughs> Wrong platform. I'm so used to bringing out that line. Um, what do you call it? The description. The IE description. You've now thrown me off. Oh my God, these outros are getting worse and worse every week, Megan. <laughs> but um, we'll put them somewhere, the socials that you can find them. So please find them and uh, follow us. So yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.